0: Hey friends, thanks for checking out the results coach podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Bembridge, and I help women create simple solutions for lasting results. Hey, I get it. I'm a mom, I'm a business owner, and I'm a lifestyle results coach. I know that busy women want results. We want to bust mom guilt. We want to get fit and we must, and we need to create you time. You were in the right place. If you want some actionable steps to shifting your mindset and getting the results that you want and you deserve, if you're willing to put the work in. Next up is an episode on staying motivated even when it rains. I hope you enjoy. Hey friend, welcome back to the Results Coach Podcast. Today I want to talk about motivation. Yes, for me, I'll tell you right now, it is so easy On a sunny, warm day, I don't know, to take on the world, build the pyramids, I think run a marathon, and be unstoppable, unshakable, and unreachable. Except I live in New England, so 10 out of the 12 months, that does not work in my favor. (laughs) Maybe you're listening to this saying, that's all right, I like it cool and crisp. All right, I know that you people exist. I know that there's another kind of person that's not all about sunny and warm. I don't claim to understand you, but I know you're all out there. But my point is, we all have something that makes us feel automatically motivated, right? On that warm, sunny day, I'm like, yes, I'm going to get the laundry done and clean the bathroom and, you're, and it, you just have like this rush of energy. But what happens when you don't? Maybe about six weeks ago, you were starting on a new lifestyle journey, a new workout routine. Maybe you were starting a side hustle, like you were taking your hobby and you were like, I'm going to make this a business. I am ready to go. I've been wanting to do this for so long. And then there was a pandemic. I know. So how the heck do we stay motivated when the stars don't align perfectly? How do we do it? And I'm going to ask you this question right now. Going back, six weeks ago, did you have goals? Were you working towards something that you have since... We'll say put on the back burner, okay? We'll use that instead of saying the word quit. We'll say put on the back burner. Because at the end of this, and it will end, history tells us that, are you going to be in the same place, wandering around with your hands in the air, waving around like you just don't care? Or will you remain committed, committed to your growth? You will have persevered. You will have continued to challenge yourself. Because guess what, guys? You can grow and stay focused and still be affected. You can grow and stay focused and it doesn't mean you don't have feelings. You can grow and stay focused and understand that people are struggling. Just because you choose to remain committed to your goals and desired outcomes does not mean that you're living with your head in the sand pretending like this isn't going on. But you are choosing where your focus and your energy go and remain committed to yourself, okay? So I speak pretty transparently here and in my posts and in my lives and with my groups. I was 100% the person that would have taken this, and I'm gonna call it an opportunity because if you have start and stop something so many times, You were more often than not looking for the opportunity to quit than the reason to stay. And that's just the truth. Because quitting sometimes starts to become easier than the work that is necessary to move you forward. And when you're used to quitting, you know what that outcome feels like. If you're not used to succeeding and getting through, it's like getting into bed with a stranger and I have stranger danger. So if I don't know what that's like over there, I don't want to go over there. So I was the queen of quitting. Anything, everything, pick something. So believe me, if you are struggling right now, if you are feeling like you're quitting, if you feel like you're giving up, please know that I have 100% been in your shoes. And all of this that I'm sharing with you is from work that I have done and lessons I have learned. Because I've been there, I get you, I know you, I feel you, I got you. Okay. So about a week and a half ago, I made a post on my Instagram and I was sharing kind of a funny story that had happened. So a friend of mine is a professional sports coach. And we talk a lot about leadership, motivation, accountability, awareness, personal and self-development, all the good stuff, you guys. And that is by design. That is by design. You guys, like Tony Robbins says, we're the average of the five people we spend the most time with. So holy cow, make those people remarkable, make those people inspiring, motivating, challenging you for growth, make them great. If you're striving for greatness, I mean, which hopefully you are, right? Hopefully we're all moving for good stuff. So I'm going to share the post that came off of a conversation with him and uh, then we're going to dive in because I want to give you some action steps to stay motivated through these challenging times so that you don't quit or you have an easier time recommitting. And if any of this resonates with you, I would love to hear that from you. And if my words don't resonate, plug in yours that do, all right, because I'm not that cool that I can speak for everybody. All right, here we go. Motivation is easy when. It's sunny, warm out, anxiety isn't ruling the roost, after a good night's sleep, we aren't feeling the overwhelm of COVID-19, the stars align, the rainbow shine bright, so on and so on. And I am right here with you, my friend. The other day I was messaging with a fellow coach and I said, it's so sunny out. I hope it stays. It's so easy to stay motivated when it's sunny. And guys, (laughs) I legit laughed out loud when I read my own message that I sent and I was like, hello, Nicole, (laughs) way to call yourself out on lacking motivation right now. So I immediately followed it up with, I guess that's what motivation is. Doing even when we don't feel like it. The current circumstances are what they are. How you pivot and navigate is all within you. How you digest the streaming influx of news is up to you. Finding the ways to appreciate the good are endless. Remaining grateful is easy once you learn to look. And sidebar here, I'm almost borderline embarrassed to share I had to learn to look. Maybe when I was a kid, that was an automatic thing, but it was not through adulthood. I did not, I did not know how to look. And, and I'm sure it was a protection for myself that I was always waiting for the other shoe to drop. I was always waiting for the next bit of bad news. And um, I really had to look. So with what's going on right now with the, with the pandemic, 10, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, I would have absolutely been like, instead of, oh yeah, this is affecting like everybody and we're all going through it and you can choose to, you know, grow and and change and be strong or you can like wham, and I would actually feel like this was happening to me. Like I would actually feel like this was happening to me. And no matter how hard I tried and no matter how much I wanted my business to succeed, I was the one who was going to fail, and he and she and they, whoever he, she, and they are, were the ones who were going to succeed because it was just never in my deck of cards dealt to me that I would get to be that person. That's where I would go. So that's like full transparency right there. That's legit. And I had to learn to look. So if you don't see it right now, you can learn that. I promise. Because Lord knows if I did it, you can too. (laughs) Because this was... This was where I so easily by default could turn into victim mode. All right, let's continue. Creating the space to take care of yourself is key. Staying motivated through trying times is the test of commitment. It does not mean you're a failure if you wobble or fall. It simply means you get to choose again. You were not alone, none of us are. Your health and self-care have never been of greater importance. You can find the excuse to bail on them, or take a deep breath and recommit. So with that, I want to share with you five ways that help me stay grounded and stay committed and motivated even through trying times. Now, guys, I'm not over here drinking like silly Kool-Aid where I'm like, oh my God, we're in a pandemic. This is like my ninth anniversary of work. And I like, I have like rainbow streamers in my hair and life is grand. I understand the pressures and the stress going on. I'm also choosing to look at the opportunity of growth and forward thinking right now. That's where my head's going. So I want to share with you the ways that I stay in that headspace and continue to move forward. If you're not driving, grab a pen and paper and answer these questions. And again, anything that you'll send me, if you DM it to me on Instagram at Nicole Bembridge, I would love for you to share. Um, I would love to hear and I would love to support you in any way that I can. So please, please, please do it. Okay going back. The first one, which is a common theme in my podcasts, in my lives, in my posts, in my groups, is gratitude. Stay in gratitude, no matter what, because there is good in any situation. Now, a lighter story, about three, four, five years ago, it must have been like four or five years ago, I had got a letter from the IRS with a tax audit, with a bill. <laughs> and of course, at first I pooped my pants because it's the IRS And uh, PSA right now, yes, they'll send you a letter. No, you will not get a call from a man in Nigeria and you should not be at your local drugstore shopping for iTunes cards or anything else, okay? All right. (laughs) So I opened this letter, pooped my pants, and my next thought was, I am so grateful that my businesses have grown enough that I owe money. And then my thought after that was, I am even more grateful that I can open my checkbook and write this check without it stinging too badly. Now, it wasn't a huge tax bill, so I'm not talking a gajillion dollars here. But years prior to that, it was a big enough bill that it could have affected my grocery budget. It could have affected my rent budget. It could have affected my utility budget. It could have left me in a not great space. And you don't have an option when it's a tax bill. You have to pay it. So it would have affected me really negatively. So as much as, of course, I would have rather kept that money in my account. Like, let's be real here. We're not, we're not talking fluff. Of course, I would have rather kept that money, but that wasn't an option. So after that, I was so grateful that my businesses had grown because that was a true testament to my commitment and my work in growing and, and, and that constant push and move forward. And then to be able to pay it, oh my gosh, that felt so good, right? Like to be able to get that off your shoulders. So stay in gratitude no matter what. And yes, there is good in any situation. Now, the next one is assessing. You have to assess why the heck you were doing this in the first place. So six weeks ago and right now, something six weeks ago that took priority in your life might have taken a back seat right now. Reassess that. If it was, if, if it's your health, if it's your well-being, you know, your fitness goals, if it was a side hustle, why were you doing this in the first place? Were you wanting to lose, I don't know, 10, 15 pounds just to look better in a bathing suit or for your high school reunion to see the dude you dated when you were 15 years old, who cares? If those were your reasons, your why, just it might not have been important enough. It might not have been important enough to be a priority. And that doesn't actually mean that the outcome shouldn't or couldn't be a priority, but sometimes the way we label them can dial them up or dial them down. And maybe the goal itself just wasn't enough. So you want to reassess it. So if you're not driving, write these things down and ask yourself, why do I want this? Am I willing to do the work to get it? And how will I feel when it's done? And maybe even ask yourself, how would I feel if I don't? And if you would really, really be unchanged, maybe it was just never a super priority anyway. Or (laughs) dig in just a little bit deeper. I always love like the first answer. And I say to my clients all the time, I love that answer. Let's try to go one layer more. (laughs) Let's let's go one layer deeper. Um, So let's go one layer after that. If you're just kind of using the word fine as a buffered excuse, look into that. You know that, I don't know, what is that joke when, um, like, when the wife, no, what is it? When she answers fine, you know, like, your life is in jeopardy, <laughs> like, fine is not a good answer. So look at the way that you answer yourself. Are you really okay if you weren't to lose that 10 or 15 pounds? Now, that's just in my head, so whatever. Um, were you really fine with it? And maybe off of that, maybe you need to sort of dig in a little bit deeper on the way you see yourself or where you put value. Um, if that 10 pounds really doesn't affect your health and well-being, was it just to look a little bit better in your bathing suit, so, which isn't a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but that's more vanity. So maybe it's just not that much of a priority, but if it is something that could lower your blood pressure, you know, your A1C, if you, having, if you have uh, blood sugar issues, if it's something that could really possibly be positively affecting your health, but you're calling it looking better in my bathing suit or getting ready for my high school reunion, the goal could be really worth it, but the label makes it m- much less so. And if you're just answering fine, make sure you're really fine with it, okay? Because we do that. We do that little switcheroo with ourselves. Oh, it's fine. I don't care if I, if I fail. When deep down inside, you're like, I don't want to fail again. And because you don't want to fail again, you don't fully commit in the first place, that's a fun little trick. I did that for a long, long time too. A long, long time. If, um, if I wasn't sure I would win or succeed, I stopped really committing to the process. And so you do really want to enjoy the process or else um, it's hard to keep your head in that game. So anyway, moving on. Number three, I am all about awareness. 100%. How aware can we possibly be? So let's look at what you need to do daily to stay to task. Write all of that down. And then you have to look at, are you willing to do them all? Is the, de- is the desired result achieved through these actions? And then you have to find your non-negotiables, which sounds kind of like, isn't that what I just did? <laughs> isn't that what I just did by writing down the tasks? Well, yes and no. If, um, for example, one of the groups that I run, in their first week... I, and I always joke and I always catch myself doing the same thing. In their first week, um, three, of the, three of the, say, seven tasks that we do, um, if you're not at it, 100 ounces of water a day. If you're not, a variety of five fruits and vegetables a day. If you're not, 10,000 steps a day. Well, for me, and I always joke and say, oh, this is the easy week. Well, it's an easy week for me because I drink a lot of water every day and I get my steps. The hardest part for me is the variety of five fruits and vegetables a day. It is like ripping my hair out sometimes. So I laugh with them and I say, This is the easy week. However, it's my hardest. It's my hardest week of them all. Um, So while those are all on the list and those are all the tasks that do go hand in hand with my desired outcome, I almost always get my 10,000 steps in. I almost always get my 100 ounces of water. And those two things are not difficult for me. So they don't have to be a non-negotiable because they just are. Those are just so much more automatic. Those are like my sunny, warm, uh, sunny, warm day things. They're just automatically there. That's going to happen. That doesn't mean they're going to happen for you. So for you, maybe those need to be your non-negotiable. For me, it has to be my five fruits and vegetables. That has to be my non-negotiable or I will avoid it. So it's usually the things that we don't love to do as much or they're not just naturally a part of our routine or the easiest thing to make moving forward happen. I hope that makes sense. Okay, now number four, I like to anchor my actions. So for example, every day I listen to personal development, um, whether it's a podcast or an audible, something along those lines, I, I love to read and I read a lot, but what was happening was you know, I'm up, I'm working with all my clients, getting the dog out, getting content done. Then the bus comes home. Then my son's home. Then we have dinner. Then it's, you know, mom and me time. And then it's bedtime. And I still have some more work to do or a call to run. And then I go to bed and I open my book and I'm zonked out. (laughs) So what was I going to do? Say, no, I'm not going to take in positive, motivating, personal development content No, absolutely not. I had to find a way around it. So every day when I get in the shower, I know I'm going to get in the shower. I know I'm going to brush my teeth. I'm going to brush my hair. I'm going to put my makeup on. I play a podcast during that time or part of my audible. If I finish it, great. And if I don't, I then continue playing it when I'm doing the dishes or I continue playing it when I'm walking the dog. So I anchor actions together. Those are the times that things happen. And you know, look at look over your schedule and see where are these things that I'm already doing. Maybe you're driving. Maybe, you have, maybe you're one of the moms who is driving your kids all over the world. Well, that's maybe a really great time for you to listen to that book you've been wanting. Work on the language you've been wanting to learn. Whatever. There's all these times. So look at the things that you can anchor together. Um, and I just find that it helps cancel out that thinking every day. Like, when am I going to have time to do this? You got it right here, honey. Right there. Okay. So then... This is the realness for me, hopefully for you. Number five, and I can't tell you, actually my journal's right next to me and I almost reached over to (laughs) read you parts and I thought, oh my gosh, how much do I wanna share? Um, You wanna create a journal and you want this journal to document because the more you actually see in real time, the more aware you'll become. Does that make sense? So if I had something happen today and I journal about it, it's amazing that while I'm writing, the real stuff comes out. So what I might think initially isn't what I end up writing. For example, maybe every time you don't complete your tasks, you're in your journal and you're doing your real talk. And maybe you're like, The kids were really extra needy today. And hello, everyone's homeschooling at this point. All the kids are around. They're not going to school. They are extra needy because they're home all of the time. And maybe as you're writing, you realize, hmm, maybe I just needed a little bit better time management. And maybe that ends up that you need to wake up 30 or 60 or 90 minutes earlier so that you can get X, Y, and Z done. when I all right so here's a funny story. A couple years ago I was just barely dating this guy and we'd been friends for a while and uh, he he had to cancel um, getting together that day and it was the weirdest thing I had the I had the oddest overreaction to it, not not to him to it to me inside and I thought, why am I so affected by this? It was the weirdest thing. So here I'm writing in my journal, you know, how we had these plans and how we canceled. And and um, I immediately found my pencil writing. It was just as though when I was a kid and I was waiting for so-and-so to show up to get me and they would cancel and I'd be sitting in the window waiting. And I realized that having nothing to do with this man in my adult life, it was a trigger for me from back then. And gosh, writing that down and being able to, and to see with my own two eyes, the clarity that came from that was amazing. And I thought, oh my gosh, this had nothing to do with him. This just brought me back to when I was 10 years old, sitting in my grandparents window, waiting for a visit from a parent who may or may not show up. Or who may, you know, cancel our, our time together or, or cut it in half. And I realized that it was a pain from when I was 10 years old that just got triggered. Had nothing to do with this person. But had I not had that opportunity to write that out, I might not have realized what was really happening. And that's why I like to call this little journal chapter, the Real Deal Express. But, you know, really when you're looking at that and you can keep saying, oh, my kids were needy and I couldn't get there, I didn't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. Where can you create time? It might be waking up earlier. It might mean mean going to bed earlier. Maybe it means cutting out some Netflix shows. Maybe it means hanging up the phone 20 minutes earlier. You know, like there's there's a lot of opportunity that we have. And we have, um, I don't want to say a habit, but maybe, (laughs) of calling something that's happening in real life a reason because sometimes we feel like if we use the word excuse, I feel like we think that an excuse is fake. It's made up. It's not real. No, an excuse can be very, very real. (laughs) It can be a real life thing. Like it can really be happening. Like right now, this pandemic is really happening. But so many people are, are wilting with it. And so many people are growing within it. That's a choice. You have a choice there. We both have it, like both sides have it. Both sides are dealing with the pandemic. But whether it's an excuse for you to quit or a motivator for you to press on is up to you. And it is still real. So we can still use real life things as an excuse. And that's where we wanna be very, very careful. And I find journaling an incredibly helpful tool to help me get to the real stuff, to help me get to the fluff. It kind of like, I feel like it goes like a layer into your thoughts. You know what I mean? It's like, here's the fluff and let me go down a layer. (laughs) So I really, really recommend that. And here's a free tip. And I usually charge double for this one, but today you're lucky. You are the only one judging yourself. So be kind to yourself, but also be honest. You know, you know that saying you can lie to me, but you can't lie to yourself. That's a bunch of BS. You can certainly lie to yourself. And again, I'm telling you this because I did it For years I lied to myself I was full of shit when I said xyz instead of being real and calling myself to the table but we get afraid that we're going to be judged and I'll tell you what people are too friggin' busy in their own self to really notice and the people who do judge you they don't got enough going on so you don't have to worry about them in the first place OK, remember, we're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So choose those people wisely and they don't have to even worry about all that stuff. That's, that's the beauty of it. So I hope that staying in gratitude and assessing and reassessing, having awareness, um, anchoring some actions and creating that journal for your Real Deal Express Talk. I hope those things help you stay motivated and grounded so you can continue to move forward because this will be over. And it will be over before we know it, even if it's weeks or months away. Suddenly, we're going to be like, oh my God, that flew by. <laughs> I didn't do anything during that time. Or you can keep going. And the world is relying on us to keep going forward. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope that it was helpful. Um, please screenshot and share to your IG stories. Tag me in it, at Nicole Dunbridge. Stay in touch. Send me your work. Let me support you. I would love to hear your stories. And you guys... Have a wonderful day, stay motivated even when it's not the easiest thing to do. All right guys, see you next time.